0: Hello and welcome to another edition of Chesapeake Hockey Week. I'm your host Scotty Waz. How are you doing? How's it going? What a weekend we had! A big, big weekend. Uh, we will uh, we'll get to that. It's Crab Pot Weekend. It's DVCHC Playoff Weekend. It's last weekend for Stevenson and Team Maryland starts to wind some things down. So they had themselves a weekend. So we'll uh, we'll talk about that. Of course, we have to start with the Crab Pot, the 2023 edition, the 43rd, fifth, 45th annual crab pot tournament from the McMullen uh, Brigade Sports Complex, the McMullen Rink, and all the other fun stuff. So four Maryland teams, Maryland, Towson, Stevenson, and Navy, and they all kicked it off uh, starting on Friday night, and it started with Maryland and Towson. Maryland coming off a tough loss to Ryder, uh, in the uh, in their playoffs. So uh, they got themselves shut down there. Looking for a little bit of vengeance. Looking for some hardware at the end of the day. And they got off to a really good start against Towson. Um, we'll kick it off 54 seconds in. Daniel Tomaszewski, just a wrister from the top of the circle. Puts it home very quickly. <laughs> Obviously, 54 seconds in. His seventh of the year for Tomaszewski. Hunter Airy, eighth assist. And Joey Takis, his seventh assist making it a quick one-nothing strike Maryland was just all over Towson uh, throughout the game uh mostly in the first period really really just putting the putting the tax to Towson as it were 606 in Max Newham gets his 28th of the year setting a single season Terrapins points record uh, his 28th comes just off a rebound in front of the net Matthew kravinsky with his 11th assist, Brandon Chen with his 5th assist on Newnham's 28th. It is two to nothing, Terps. Newnham again on the power play, just past the halfway point. Top of the circle, just ripping one home. His 29th of the year, Travis DeShane's 21st assist. Kravinsky's 2nd assist of the game, 12th of the season. And then uh, just under 3 minutes later, Matthew Kravinsky gets on the scoring side of things with his 8th of the year, a rebound just after Trevor Drake weaving through the defense, Uh, just making a play. Kravinsky was there to pick up the garbage, his eighth of the year. Drake's 19th assist. Newnham, his 25th assist. Maryland cruising 4-0. 24-3 were the shots in favor of the Terps. Maryland continued the onslaught with another 24-shot frame in the second. And 5-19 in. Travis DeShane gets his fourth of the year. A nice little centering pass from Joey Takis. Puts it right on the tape. of Deshane, he fires it home for his fourth tack as his eighth assist, second of the game. Andrew DePoy, his fifth assist, and we are five nothing Maryland. And then 12:59 in Max Noonan, his thirtieth of the year, his natty bow haty there on coming down the left side, ripping off a wrister in the net. Andrew Iskovich with his sixth assist. Brandon Chen, his second assist of the game, sixth of the year. 6 nothing. Terps in control. A little frustration's happening uh, just past that between uh, Patrick Beganowski, Daniel Tomaszewski of Maryland, and Justin Brown and Frank-, Frank Megan of Towson to start with. And then Joey Takis and Drew Lustig uh, later on in that frame. Megan actually got tossed for a major on the face mask grab. Uh, that's a 5-10, and ten, and we'll see you later. So, uh, you know, trying to get things under control and trying to get things going, giving out these penalties the rest were. Uh, and Towson actually actually gets on the board. Late, under a minute in the second period. Justin Brown, his 12th of the year, a breakaway. Gets sprung by Jack, uh, uh, Zach Chason. And uh, there you go, 12th of the year for Brown. Chason's third assist. It is six to 6-1 Maryland after two in the third period. Took a little bit of time to get to it. But uh, Brian Teske scores, scores shorthanded after Henry Peltier took a holding call somehow, someway. Uh, but Teske gets his eighth of the year. Shot between the red and the blue line. Just a harmless shot goes in for the shorthanded marker. His eighth of the year. Liam Eden, 16th assist. Hunter Airy, his ninth assist. Maryland is up uh, big. It's an it's, it's a onslaught at this point there. That's seven. Then, less than two minutes later, later Blake Wayner gets his first of the year. Just a rip off the off the face off right into the slot, rips it home first of the year, eight to one, Terps. Less than a minute after Wainer's goal, uh, Towson gets on the board again. Zach Wagaman uh, puts one home with a rebound in the slot off a Jake Lissy shot. Uh, that's uh, Wegeman's second of the year. Lissy's first assist of the year. Alec Hurley's second assist of the year. It is eight to two, but putting the icing on the cake, shorthand at Max Newham. Who else? Thirty-first uh, goal of the year, fourth of the game. Shorthand, a little mini breakaway sprung by Trevor Drake, who gets his twentieth assist. Uh, nine to two, and that's how it ended. On that, too many to not enough Shot sixty-five to twenty in favor of the Terps. James Price getting shelled out there, fifty-six saves in the uh, losing effort. Henry uh, Peltier with eighteen saves in the big. Win so that means the Terps will move on to the final. They will take on the winner of Navy and Stevenson, and Stevenson really hanging in there in the early going with Navy. They were uh, they've they've had quite the string and had the, quite the streak of, for themselves uh, going into the end of the season, uh, and it, you know it carried over into the crab pot. Uh, they were kind of even in shots, thirteen to ten on this, even though they did have two penalties against. Having to kill those off. One of the penalties, though, did result in a power play goal by Navy. Evan Adams is the uh, is the recipient. A nice little cross-size pass from Sean Ostrowski with the, uh, there you go, tic-tac-toe, <laughs> 15th of the year for Adams Ostrowski with the 7th uh, assist. Nick Allen, his 21st assist. It's one nothing Navy, but that's all it was after the first period of play. Then Navy got into a little bit of penalty trouble early in the frame, but fear not, here comes Jack Berg. A shorthanded uh, goal that basically pickpocketing uh, uh, Peter Skidmore, who started in net. Uh, Skidmore was out to play it during the PK and just, I don't know, just got got caught up in it. And here comes Burke picking it off, wraparound in the net. It goes 2 nothing Navy on Burke's seventh of the year. Battling back and forth on this, though Navy did hold a little bit of an advantage offensively, uh, including Riley Jamison potting his eighth at 13-13 in the second period, a around uh, near side uh, and uh, boom, eighth goal of the year, Porter Markle with his eighth assist, Andrews Gilbronson with his second assist of the year. And uh, coming into the third period, it then went all Navy's way, a minute 39 in the Rock, Michael Rockovich uh, comes through. And just has a nice little uh, center in front after a centering pass in front after a rebound. Nick Allen with that pass. Evan Adams gets the secondary assist. Rockovich 19th. Allen's 22nd assist. Evan Adams, 15th uh, assist of the year. And then the Rock back-to-back. 442 in his 20th of the year on a cross-ice pass from Evan Adams. Puts it home. And uh, there you go. His 20th of the year. Adams, 16th assist. Jagden all with his... Uh, Fifth assist of the season. That would end the night for uh, Charles Daugherty, uh, as he would go uh, 15 for 15 in net, leaving way for uh, Navy's Andrew Rugg, who played towards uh, played last week or two weekends ago in a victory, and it'll also be the end of the night for Peter Skidmore, who uh, went 25 for 30 and led the way for left the way for Jonathan Vitti to get into net. But with the goalie change, it did not uh, prove any different for the. Uh, Mustangs as they just could not put up the offense, especially in the third period. It was uh, Andrews Gobronson with his first of the year from Porter Markle as uh, he just a looper from center. Another one of those deals where second game in a row just something flips up in the air voila, in the net it goes and uh, you hate to see it when like the first real test of the game so there's that and then Ostrowski ends it out with the under four minutes remaining with his 11th of the year Rister from the top of the slot puts it home. Patrick Laughlin with his eighth assist. Matthew Cho with his third assist. And there it is. Again, too many to not enough. 7-0 for the midshipmen. Charles Darty, like I said, 15 for 15. Andrew Rugg, 4 for 4 in the combined shutout. Peter Skidmore, 25 for 30. And Jonathan Vini with 11 for 30 in that so the stage is set and we get our consolation game between Stevenson and Towson and unfortunately uh the Brigade Sportplex had a little bit of issues with the feed including uh and this started earlier in the day in the uh in the Navy Men's 2 uh second squad team game uh the feed kept going in and out and a couple times uh, from what I saw in terms of uh Towson goals that's where it went in and it's unfortunate it was early but uh 3.35 in, Aiden Ritter with his first of the season from Tyler Mercier puts Townsend up quick. And then even before the halfway mark, Tyler Mercier with his fourth of the year uh, and uh, Travis Buckley with his fifth assist. And there we go. That puts Townsend up 2-0 going forward. Townsend's trying to start feeling themselves a little more and more, trying to get that third place, trying to end, uh, end this crab pot on a good note. But then second period happened and then Stevenson started to play. It started off 155, and Eric Bennett, his first of the year. A big rebound off of an Owen Cornett uh, shot. Picks it up, puts it home. Uh, Cornett's second assist, and Stevenson within one. Then, 5 3 into the period. a uh, Just a rebound to the slot area. Bryce Doherty was there to pick it up. Gavin Kane with the initial shot. Doherty's third of the year. Gavin Kane's seventh assist. Sean Blahat with his fifth assist. We are tied and uh, Stevenson, again, picking up offensively. 19-8 to 8 were the shots in this period. And boy, Stevenson kind of feeling themselves moving forward. So much so that they got the uh, power play early in the third period. And Nick Hoover was there. Hoover was there for the uh, just a shot through traffic from the point for his third of the year. Michael Hughes' sixth assist. Brendan Jesse, his tenth assist. And Stevenson up by one. But with 520 remaining in the frame, Ethan McGregor, his second of the year on the power play. A two-man advantage, actually. And just a rebound in front, multiple chances there. Uh, Stevenson could not clear it out, and there you go. McGregor's second, Zach Wangeman with his fourth assist of the year. We are tied, and we go into overtime. And in that overtime, it was senior Zach Garneau, who was just beating a defenseman to the outside. Cut in, got his own rebound. Put it home for his sixth of the year, and what a way to end your college career by getting the game winner in the state tournament. Four to three, the win. Stevenson takes it home, ends their season on a high note. Jonathan Vitti with his 28 saves in this one for the victory. Nate uh, Berlew with 40 saves in the loss. That game set up the championship game between Maryland and Navy, a rematch of last year. And it did not go off as Navy thought it would. Obviously, going into it, you're feeling, you're feeling hot. You're on, you're on a roll. You're doing great things. You're looking to nationals. You're looking for playoffs. And then here comes Maryland. Their last game of the season. They're, they're, they're waiting for it. And they got off to a very quick start. Started off with uh, Matthew Kravinsky finding a, a nice little place in the slot. Trevor Drake finding him. That's Kravinsky's ninth goal of the season Drake's 21st assist and Maryland up one to nothing two minutes and 47 seconds later here comes Blake Wanner again uh, a wrister from the top of the circles his second of the year Maryland up two to nothing you almost start to believe is this what what's happening here is this a mirage what are we doing this is crazy Maryland's this we knew this was going to be a good game. We didn't know it would be this peppered. Then with 5'10 remaining, Brian Teske puts home his ninth of the year with a shot from the point through traffic. And that, that puts him up three to nothing. Daniel Tomaszewski and Patrick Bignowski on the assist, 14th and 15th respectfully. And then there and there we go. Three to nothing after one. Maryland out shooting Navy 15-11. Their speed, their quickness, their agility. Getting all there, they were just running Navy out the gym, as the kids like to say. Didn't help that Navy had a lot of penalty troubles, especially towards the end of the period. That's when things started to go a little bit akimbo. But it's okay. You go back in, you get the emotions out of there. Of course, you got a sold out building there. Everyone's there to watch. 600 strong, all around the rink, all on top of you in this warehouse. We're ready to go. Sean Ostrowski was ready to go in the second period. 640 in. He pots his 12th of the year, getting Navy on the board. A 2-1-1 with uh Patrick Laughlin. He gets the uh, he's the recipient of the goal. Laughlin's got his ninth assist. Navy cuts it to within two. Then 909 in. The Rock throwing it up. Uh on the shorthanded attempt. A nice little transition play, cross ice pass from Nick Allen. Rockovich puts it home for his 21st of the year on the short-handed goal. Allen's 23rd assist. Navy two within one. Then with 5:08 remaining, the barrage keeps happening. The only penalty Maryland took in the entire game. Navy capitalizes on late in that power play when Shaw Milanette with his fourth of the year, a one timer after a flurry of shots. John Mullen finds him. Boom. There we go. We are tied up with, uh, like I said, 5.08 remaining in the second period, how the turntables have turned in this game, then 12 seconds left in the period, Michael Rokovic, again, a curl out of the corner, coming out from behind the net, puts it home for his 22nd, Navy up 4-3, out shooting Maryland 21-6 in the middle frame, and Navy in the driver's seat, trying to bring it home, but the Terps they were not going down without a fight. Obviously, they put on a lot of offensive pressure on Charles Doherty, and uh, Doherty equal to the task on this one. Then Navy finally breaks through again. Who else but Michael Rokovic? His natty poe, Hattie Hawn. 12 30 into the third. That's 7 30 remaining in the game. As Evan Adams cut wide in the net, found Rokovic cutting towards the net. A little tap, tap, tap a roof for Rokovic's 23rd. Evan Adams, 17th assist, and there we go. It is 5-3. Six seconds left. The icing on the cake. Empty netter, shorthanded. Evan Adams, 16th. That is all she wrote. Navy back-to-back crab pot champions by a score of 6-3. Doherty with 33 saves in the victory. Henry Peltier, 35 saves down the other end. And a valiant effort by the Terps, but Navy... Really kicked it into uh, overdrive in those last 40 minutes. And that is the end of that one. So all these teams, uh, well, most of these teams, Maryland and Stevenson, they are done for the year. We'll have an elegy for them next week. Towson plays Temple in their last game of the season. And Navy is off once again. They will play in the ECHA playoffs, I believe, are, oh, jeez. I want to say they're the first weekend in March. So March 3rd, 4th, 5th. So uh, we'll have all that stuff for you. But, uh, yeah, we will talk about the uh, the club teams that are finished. And we'll talk about Towson next week. And Navy, they'll get to celebrate a nice little week with that Crab Pot Trophy. Uh, once again, residing at uh, Brigade Sport Complex. Just across the Chesapeake Bay Bridge, that's where. Uh, well, then you got to go down 301, and you got to go up into Harrington, Delaware. That's where the uh, DVC HC playoffs were, and we had ourselves a couple Maryland teams in this. Three of them, all three of them, to be exact. Uh, two of them facing off against each other on the first day, and that was Navy and Loyola. They started things off, and it was uh, it was something. It was uh, it was a it was a very solid game overall for both teams given uh given what we know now. Uh we'll start off in the first period, Michaela Stangle for Navy 103 and gets her fourth of the season and Navy off and running. 13-01 left on the power play as Loyola's penalty troubles again coming back to haunt them. Sam Clark, Samantha Clark with her 16th of the year. Uh Brooke Gauthier with her eighth assist of the year. Navy up two to nothing and then Clark again. With her uh one uh with one second left, her seventeenth of the year from Savannah Holt, her sixth assist of the year. Navy goes into the intermission up three to nothing. And now a wacky story about the second period. Navy had twenty-five shots to Loyola zero, but there are no goals scored. The legend of Grace Lunder in what could be her last game uh of in in college just continues to grow. Very huge goaltending performance in this second frame. But in the third frame the luck would wear off just a little bit. 2:13 in Lauren Power, her 16th of the year from Gauthier. her ninth assist. Navy up four to nothing, and then 8:31 left or 8:41 into the period. Christina Cornelio with the her 31st of the year from Gauthier. her 10th assist, and Navy up five nothing. That is where it would end. Uh, Navy five to nothing. They advance to the semifinal, taking on Delaware. Grace Lunder. 56 saves in the defeat. A heck of a time for her out there. Um, and like I said, she's a senior this year, so odds are that this was her last game. Went out went out fighting. Went out fighting behind the uh, between the pipes there. And uh, she will be greatly missed for this Loyola Greyhounds team. Maggie Colossa gets the victory. Nine saves in the shutout. And Navy, like we said, they move on. In the other matchup, Maryland, the Terrapins, they took on Rowan. Uh, to uh, see who would take on the top seed at Villanova. And unfortunately, it was not to be for the Terps. They got it started off really good as uh, Eileen Kilcary gets them on the board, 8-43 into play. Maryland up one to nothing, but Rome was just too powerful, outshooting the Terps 13-4 in the first period, one of those being uh, Cassandra Graval with a uh, the game-tying goal with 5:40 nine remaining in the period we are tied up at one then in the second 55 seconds in Emma Stillwagon with the uh, two to one goal go-ahead goal for Rowan puts them up but 503 in Kilcarry again her second of the night for Michelle Reynoso tie game just to start the second period Rowan though Giovanna Caruso on the power play makes it three to two for Rowan and then 6.50 into it, Graval with her second of the game in the third period, 4-2, to and that's all she wrote as Rowan would hold Maryland without a shot in the third period, 18-0. Uh, and uh, the victory is theirs for the tanking. Sydney Molnar with 43 saves in the defeat, and the Terps will end it, though they did play above 500 this year, not the results they were looking to see. Again, we'll have a little bit of a uh, elegy for Loyola and Maryland next weekend for that. But we still had some business to be done. And thanks to the great people at 412 Communications, we were able to watch this in real time. As, uh, yeah, Navy decides to move on. And they took on the University of Delaware a Matchup that uh, we have seen a lot of—a very tight knit matchup—and this game was no different at all. Things got started quick for uh, for the Blue Hens in this. As 59 seconds in, Sophia Rosenthal pots the first one of the game for Delaware, and that puts them up. Of course, one nothing. That's how things work. If they score the first call, the first minute, it happens. Morgan thrust. Then we get into it for Delaware as she pots one 905 into it. Navy down early. In the first halfway through the first period, rather than just uh, 10 seconds after thrust goal, Michaela Stangle, who has been solid all year for the uh for the mids, slapper from the right point, just heave ho right there in the net, and it is uh two to one. Brooke Gothier and and Lexi Smith with the assist, as we got ourselves a, a two one lead, and then not even 30 seconds after that, 29 seconds to be exact. Here comes Maggie Schillinger with uh another just a, a wrister from the left point. Traffic and havoc in front, and that was the key for Navy in this game. We are tied up at two. But then 1338 Delaware gets on the board. Paige Wetterberg with uh, the 3 2 go ahead goal. Then with 103 remaining, Navy ties it back up. Lindsay Beich beats out an icing, gets a little centering out in front. And there's Grace Casey puts it home three to three in this. That was a wild first period, but the mids will take it and they will go on to the second period. In that second period, they were just putting a wall up around Maggie Kalasa as uh, they knew that they're, they're back-checking their defense transition game, their offense. They knew what they had. They knew what they didn't get clicking, and it started off uh, pretty well for them. They were out shooting Delaware Left, right, center. They would finally break through 12:52, in Lexa Smith with a 4-3 goal from uh, Cor- Christina Cornello as just a centering pass in front and a wrister from the slot as she does it 4-3 to three. for that. That would be the carryover. And then Navy really just asserting their will against Delaware. 26 shots in the third period. And it wouldn't be until late in the third period when Lauren Power uh, just gets a loose puck in front, hammers at home, and that's uh, another assist for Christina Cornelio, and that's 5-3, to three, and that would be the final of this. Navy advances Maggie Colasso with 11 saves in this one, and there we go. We set ourselves up a matchup between Navy and Villanova, who did get the victory, and this one was a wild one from start to finish to overtime number three. Overtime number three. I'll say it again. Overtime number three. Man, oh man! If you missed it again, go to four uh four one two communications on uh, YouTube. Check out the entire VOD. It's it's a barn burner, and uh, it gets started. No, uh, Villanova again getting started early. Zoe Garrett on the power play uh, pots one home, makes it one nothing. But it wasn't until under three minutes remaining in the frame when sh- uh, Maggie Schillinger. Uh, Pat's one home jam around the wraparound in front there's a little bit of confusion but after a little bit of discussion there it is for uh, the goal the game tying goal Chris uh, Kirsta Wheelock and uh, Christina Cornelio with the assist one-to-one as we go into the intermission Nova would get out early in the second period Caitlin Braun putting one home even strength but uh, two minutes and three seconds later on the power play Navy Getting a rebound in front of the net. That's Alexis Smith. And uh, Smith powers one home off a of Michaela Stangle shot. Kirsta Wheelock gets the secondary assist. And we are off and running to another tie game. Christina Cornelio, though, she would break the tie a minute and 20 seconds later. A Coming down the, uh, the left side just rips a wrist shot that just goes and trickles through uh, the uh, Villanova's goaltenders' pads. And in the net, it is three to 3-2. But just past the midway point, Grace Curran for Nova would uh, tie it back up again on the even strength. And that's where we would go into the second intermission as uh, Navy, trying to find a way to distance themselves from Villanova. But Villanova would regain the lead just about the midway point of the third period. Uh, CeCe Jenkins with the 4-3 to three goal, just popping one home in the net, getting past Colossa, and there we go, 4-3 to three at that point, wasn't until under 5 minutes remaining on the power play from Maggie Schillinger, again, a rip from the point, havoc in front, traffic in front, Ilaibu, power play goal, it is four to 4-4, four. Tina Cornelio, again, another assist, as she is just being a playmaker uh, in, this, uh, in this one, so, always good to have that on your side, so, Time expires. We go to uh, we go to five on five overtime. Nothing. Ten minutes. Nothing. Four on four overtime. Second overtime. Ten minutes. Nothing. Third overtime. Navy puts fourteen shots on th- in third overtime, and one finally breaks through off a face off uh, down the navy defensive end. Mikella Stangle blocks a shot gets it out in front, takes it for a breakaway, puts it home, and the Naval Academy is back-to-back DVCHC D2 champions. Oh, baby, what a game this was. A back-and-forth tilt, Uh, one for the Asians, as it were, and Navy, again, they will, I believe, head to Nationals with this. This locks them in to Nationals up in Boston. So that's pretty awesome for them, Michaela Stangle becoming the uh, hero in this Maggie Colassa 32 saves on uh on the game and a props to Molly McKenna on the Villanova side 58 saves in this just not to be for Nova Navy comes out victorious. And boy, we will talk about that as they go forward and they head to nationals for a second straight year for a team that lost the the, the ACHA Division Two Player of the Year and Julia Chena with last year, who was just a wall with 11 shutouts. To come in with with two new goaltenders, uh, some familiar faces though, so that helps a lot. To be able to do what they did this year uh, shouldn't be all too surprising, uh, I would say. But uh, you know, th- those were definitely it was definitely big shoes to fill in net for. Uh, and also uh, Sigrid Schwarzkopf in net uh, when when she did get in there. But uh, they did it. And back-to-back championships, that's pretty solid as well. So we will see what the future holds for them. We will talk about that in later time as well. We'll move on to uh, Stevenson's women's side, the NCAA side. Their last weekend, it was on the road. They went up to Acadia University. To take on the uh, the crusaders, I think. Either way, um, things did not go that great for the Stevenson Mustangs uh, in there. No scoring in the first period of Friday night's game, but uh, early in the second, Morgan Dean for Arcadia pots home the opening scoring uh, very quickly into it. One-nothing Acadia. But then on the power play, Stevenson evens it back up. 834 into the frame. Frankie Capello. A nice little feed from Aslan Bray. We got ourselves a tie hockey game. But in the third period, just under five minutes remaining, D again with the 2-1 goal. Her second of the night proves to be the winner as Acadia takes this one three or two to one as Ansley King makes 38 saves. As Stevenson was outshot, 40 to 22. get to the reload. They get to go into Saturday's game with a little bit of a fresh appeal, and hopefully they can get things going on that. Unfortunately, that was not the case. As Acadia gets out to an early lead with two goals in under two minutes, starting in the uh, 7:08 in the first period. Berkeley Hibbert makes it one nothing, and then Bridget Terry at 8:59 makes it 2-0 for Acadia. The power play was working, though, for Stevenson as 5:51 in the second. Gracie Payne puts home, uh, cuts the lead in half, uh, putting home the power play goal for Megan Croyle and Carly Aguire. But in the third period, a power play goal of their own Maeve Horan, as Maeve Horahan puts home the 3-1 uh, goal, which turned out to be the last goal of the game, the, the insurance goal they needed. 3-1, Acadia wins this one. Olivia DeGuirre, 41 saves, in this as again, Stevenson outshot very badly, 44-15. to 15. But they will go into the playoffs. They will be the eighth seed in the UCHE. They will play on uh, Wednesday. Wednesday. Uh, I don't know if there doesn't look like their opponent has been determined as we record this on Sunday night. But uh, they will hopefully uh, get themselves. They will be on the road, and we'll see if they, what they can do. Moving forward, and we'll have the wrap up after that. Stevenson men—they are in the playoffs as well. They will play Wednesday at home in their quarterfinal matchup, which is to be determined. So, we we will we will have to see. It'll be a mystery opponents for next week's games or for this week's games coming up. Uh, again, play Wednesday there at the uh, Town Sportplex. The men will be, the women will be on the road throughout. So, uh, check uh, check go Mustang for all the latest news on that. Team Maryland held themselves a Valentine's Day matinee as they welcome the Philadelphia Little Flyers to Piney Orchard Ice Arena. And they got things going quick. 234 into that. JJ Creighton gets his fourth of the year. A nice little move, cutting in down deep on the left side, faking out the goalie, uh putting a shot on, then picking up his own rebound while the goalie was down. Little wrap around, puts it home for his fourth of the year. Team Maryland up one to nothing. But Philadelphia Little Flyers uh, middle of the frame really woke up themselves uh, scoring goals 38 seconds apart Johnny Lee his second of the year to start off then Tristan D'Ella with his 16th of the season and just like that Little Flyers up two to one but T Maryland would even it back up 53, remaining in the period Morley Phillips a bit of confusion a little bit of fracas in front uh, some scrums in front. Phillips then bangs, Phillips then finds a loose puck and puts it home for his eleventh of the year. No one knew about it until the referee pointed at the uh, the goal, saying, "Hey, it is in the net." Tied up at two at the end of the one, twenty to twelve. The shots in favor of Team Maryland. Second period, again a little bit offensive uh, an offensive output going, but no goal scored in that. Team Maryland outshooting. Uh, little Flyers 14-12, and then a little bit more of a conservative period in the third period. Only 11 shots total, 6-5 to five for Team Maryland. No goals in that one. Overtime solved nothing, so we go to a shootout. In the shootout, Tommy Tracy and Sean Donahue were the only shooters that Team Maryland needed. They win 2-1 to one, uh, after Lincoln Crosby shut down the Philadelphia Little Flyers. Crosby with thir- uh, 29 saves on 31 shots. For the victory there, so Team Maryland doing some uh, solid work for themselves, getting a the big victory on Valentine's Day, uh, but tall task ahead of them as they went up to New Jersey on Friday afternoon to take on the 87s, who are atop of the charts when it comes to uh, the East uh, or the South Division rather of the EHL. But Team Maryland undaunted by that, 19 seconds in. After a blocked shot by Andrew Lowe, he puts a shot on, and Morley Phillips is streaking down the slot to put home the big rebound. His 12th of the year, Andrew Lowe's 5th assist. Team Maryland up uh, before you could put your coffee down. Team Maryland strikes again before the halfway point as Andrew Lowe on the power play. A nice redirect of a J.J. Creighton shot. Puts home his 8th of the year, Creighton his 13th assist, and Team Maryland up. 2-0 Two to nothing going into the second period. Then in the second period, 615 and big body Morley Phillips again with a nice tip in front on a great screen. Creighton with the perfect shot for the redirect. Uh, Andrew Lowe again getting into it. Phillips' 13th goal of the season. Creighton's 14th assist. Andrew Lowe's sixth assist. And Team Maryland up three to nothing against the division leaders. New Jersey would get back into it. 5:05 remaining on the power play. Uh, Alexander Legkoff with his sixth of the year would uh, cut the lead to two, but Mar- uh, Team Maryland would get it back with uh, just under two minutes remaining. As off the faceoff, won by uh, Carson Cabral Downs, I do believe. Um, Sean Donahue picks up the loose puck, puts it home for his 11th of the year. Jules Jardine, his eighth assist. Uh, Cabral Downs with his fifth assist. Team Maryland up 4-1 to one as we go into the third period of play, and uh, try as they might, New Jersey just could not get through the Team Maryland defense. It wasn't until late in the third when Team Maryland really put it away uh, when uh, in a nice little play of uh, solid backchecking, checking Morley Phillips, pickpockets an 87s defender, gets uh, gets himself a little uh, breathing room, puts it home for his natty bow hattie there on 14th of the year. Uh, Jules Jardine gets credit with assist, his ninth of the year, and that's all she wrote. 5-1, to one, Team Maryland takes this one. Lincoln Crosby, 29 saves. Team Maryland, good week for them as uh, they start to see the light at the end of the tunnel of this season. Thursday, Friday, they'll take on Apple Corps at Piney Orchard Ice Arena. You can go check that out. Uh, if you have the afternoon to do so, it'll be really great if you go support your team. Because right now, Team Maryland, they're in a, the thick of it. They're in third place right now. 45 points, but they are only two points up on fifth place Philadelphia. Little Flyers, one point up on the Philadelphia Hockey Club. And 10 points behind both the 87s and Pro Tech who are taught for first place. A little uh, D3 update for you as uh, we start to wind down this episode of the podcast. Uh, The Naval Academy men's two squad, they unfortunately did not have a great weekend. They dropped Saturday's game to Rowan 3-2. Chris Savetta with a goal and assist. Ben Gribb with an assist. uh, Reese Dalzell with an assist as well. And uh, Luke Gasper with the other goal, although they come up a little short. Nathaniel Schmidt, 32 saves in the defeat there and then also Navy hosted PS, PSU Harrisburg uh, on Sunday and unfortunately they dropped that one as well seven to five in that kind of a barn burner of a game Robert Vedra with a goal three assists from Samuel Zimmerman Reese Dalzella another assist James Hansen and Luke Gasper with a goal apiece Chris Savetta with two goals and an assist Ben Gribb with an assist uh, and a split decision. Uh, with uh, Georgia Prelip making 33 saves and Carter Costres with 13 saves in the defeat. In this one, Navy will take on Rowan again next uh, Saturday night at the uh, the uh, McMullen Arena at the Brigade Sport Complex, and then ACC playoffs March 3rd through 5th from there. Navy, uh, as of last last count, standing atop. Uh, or a top one set of the settings for the ACCHL playoff seating still yet to be determined. So it will come down to next week's game to see where they all shake out, where they can get to the playoffs from that instance. Salisbury traveled down to Newport News to take on Christopher Newport University. On Friday night, not the best. uh, a A lot of scoring but not the best result for the goals as they dropped this one, eight to six to Christopher Newport, uh, Reese Rinker and, uh, Zachary Mulaski with an assist. Justin Lance had a goal. Jonathan Schwartz had two goals. Uh, Spencer Tonko and Jarrett Bredner had an assist. Luke Sprague, two goals and an assist for man of the match on that. Jack Kelly with a goal and assist, but it was not enough for that. Murphy Gladding with 24 saves in the defeat. Uh, Saturday's game was not uh, not great either. Seven to two, Newport uh, Newport University over Salisbury with Jonathan Schwartz registering a goal and assist, Jarrett Brenner with an assist, and Luke Sprague with a goal, while Cole Fredo makes thirty-seven saves in the defeat for Salisbury. We will have to see how they come off uh, in this as they are fighting for a playoff spot as well. Johns Hopkins University faced off against Franklin and Marshall. College, and they got a big victory for themselves, seven to four, win against the uh, Franklin and Marshall's. Uh, Blake McIntyre with four goals and an assist for the Blue Jays. Uh, Mason Albert with an assist, two goals, two assists for Anthony Song, and a goal for Everett Button. Uh, Samuel Horgan with an assist, Lester Zhu with three assists as the Blue Jays going hard in the paint. Daniel Longmire, forty-three saves in the victory. As, uh, or sorry, yeah, four, 39 saves in the victory for that. So uh, a big, big win for them Blue Jays. Hopkins would not be as lucky on uh, Saturday night as they beat, uh, or they lost to Stevenson University 10-5. to On the Stevenson side, Noah Friesen had a game. Three goals, three assists in the big victory. Connor Melvin, two goals and four assists. Marcellus Polakos with a goal. Robert Johnson, the fourth, with two goals, two assists in that one. Tyler Kubaninsky with a goal and an assist. Roman Scruggs with his first career goal as a Mustang and in college. And uh, there you go. Big win there for uh, the the Stevenson Mustangs over Johns Hopkins. UMBC was next for Stevenson. uh, And uh, no score as of yet for this game uh, nothing happening here uh, so far uh, but we will see if that we will see next week what we do know is that UMBC is headed for the playoffs as they defeated York eight to five on uh, Friday night and that got them into the playoffs as they are playoff bound in the uh, DVC HC they will take on Susquehanna on February 24th that's a Friday at the Iceworks complex in Aston, pennsylvania uh so uh, we will have to track what umbc does as they look to go for the confederation cup there so uh there we go that is a little d3 wrap for you and hopefully we can maybe get the stevenson deal sooner rather than later but you know can't uh can't do it all can we let's get to some players uh, Micah Berger goal against a uh, goal for the Wenatchee Wild against the Cranbrook Bucks in a 4-2 victory that puts him at 23 goal or 18 goals in 33 games for the Wenatchee Wild there in the BCHL. Eric Charpentier had an assist in each of Friday and Saturday night's wins for the New Jersey uh, Titans against the Danbury Junior Hat Tricks. Anthony Domina had the three-assist weekend, one uh, one assist on Friday against the Fernie Ghost Riders and then two assists against the Fernie Ghost Riders on Saturday And a split weekend for the Columbia Valley Rockies. He's at 55 points in 35 games. The 19-year-old from Saverna Park, Merlin Patrick Giles had an assist on Sunday night and a victory over the Hershey Bears in a shootout. That puts him up to eight assists on the year. Uh, 11 points in 50 games for the uh, power forward from uh, Landon High School. Stephen Halliday had a goal and an assist in the outdoor game Saturday night uh, against Michigan. One uh, goal and assist, like I said, four to two, the, four to two, the final for Ohio State. Currently sitting at 33 points in 32 games for the Buckeyes this year. Dimitri Kibru had a goal in uh, Saturday night's loss for the Maryland Black Bears against the Johnstown Tomahawks. That's his 19th of the year after a couple weeks coming, couple weeks removed from coming back uh, into the lineup. He has 19 on the season, 31 points in 35 games for the Silver Spring Maryland native. Quinn Kennedy for the Danbury Junior Tricks had a goal in Saturday night's loss against the Titans. He has two goals and 10 points in 31 games for the Junior Hattricks this season. Sean Kilcullen had an assist for the Black Bears in their 4-0 win on Friday against the Johnstown Tomahawks, currently sitting at 31 points in 40 games as uh, the defenseman breaking all kinds of personal records for himself this season on the blue line. And William Lawrence in that same series had two assists on Saturday night in Johnstown's victory over Maryland. That puts him at uh, 15 points in 38 games, eight goals, seven assists for the first year out of Bethesda. Bryce Montgomery potted another assist on Friday night for the Cedar Rapids Rough Riders, but it was not enough in their loss to the Chicago Steel. Uh, He has nine points in 31 games with the Rough Riders for a guy who is more of a stay-at-home defensive defenseman than an offensive defenseman, but it's good to see him putting up numbers that he is since uh, joining the USHL. Evan Orlov had a goal and an assist Thursday night As the Maine Nordiques beat the Northeast Generals 6-5, Orloff with 17 points in 32 games this season for the Nordiques. And Jack Spicer didn't have the best game against the Des Moines Buccaneers on Friday night in the overtime defeat. 17 saves for himself and 4 goals against, sitting him at 19-6-1 on the season with a 287 goals against and an 895 save percentage. He did not play Saturday night against Cedar Rapids so that is where we're at that's it that's all we've done it once again um we will be back next week a little bit of UCHC playoff action for you team Maryland in action as well uh and we'll do our little recaps of the seasons that were for the club teams that are there Townsend still has to play and of course we still have ECHA playoffs for Navy so um that's it that's all I'm Scotty Waz take care of yourself and someone else this has been Chesapeake Hockey Week Part of the Face Off Hockey Show Media Faction and Podcast Monsters. Hey, some uh, social medias. Go to at uh, Chesapeake HW Pod on the Twitter and uh, facebook.com slash clutch and crab hockey for when I remember to put stuff up there. That's when it goes up there. But uh, yeah, that's that. We've done it again. Uh, be safe, be kind, be healthy, and we will talk to you next time through. Play that clutch and crab hockey. Peace.